0: you are listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter, and we can officially kiss 2016 goodbye along with Willy Wonka, Grandma Aggie, Princess Leia, Mariah Carey, and probably any ounce of respect left from just about every other country that probably already hates us to begin with. It was one hell of a year, but you know what? As much of a joke as I thought she was on New Year's Rockin' Eve, I've got to say, I'm taking a page out of Mariah's book, and I'm saying, shit happens. A lot of good did come out of 2016, so as happy as I am that it's finally over, I'm choosing to take the good with the bad, appreciate it for what it is, but you can be damn sure I'm ready to kill this year and start 2017 off strong. And I want to help you guys kill it, too. So I have a great guest who's going to be chatting with me momentarily. But I did want to let you guys know really quickly before we get started, uh, Asuja is having a mega sale. I did their five-day juice cleanse last year, which I documented on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Zach. Um, and it was a really great, great way for me to reset my body. It's a great way to reset yours after, um, a long holiday binge fest, a little too much food, a little too much alcohol, you know, just a little reset. And you don't have to do a full, you know, hardcore juice cleanse. You can go at your own pace, pick the juices that you want, you know, do what works for you and your body. You can mix it in with some of their recipes or probiotic drinks. Do what works for you. Um, I just love that they're all organic which is rare in a juice company, and they have low glycemic options. So it's a great program. And until the 31st, you can get a cleanse with free shipping for just 99 bucks. Awesome deal. They'll ship it right to you. I have a link in the description below. Uh, just be sure to use code JUICEGOALS. And now I have a celebrated wellness expert and healthy living innovator. She's helped countless people eat well, move more, and ultimately crave a healthier lifestyle now before I scare you away I know healthier lifestyle doesn't sound fun but I promise you she's gonna make she's gonna change the way you think about healthier lifestyle and the choices that you make and she's gonna make sure you kill it in 2017 so I promise if you just stay with me she'll prove that this is gonna be your best year yet as long as you just listen to her so please welcome the founder of the flexible chef Neely Fisher
1: Ooh, that sounds like that sounds like a a good life to want to live. <laughs> Easy, possible. Just, all you gotta do is listen,
0: and you got it. Yeah, I love it. You just have to retain information and use it to your best benefit. There you go. Right? Take take everything with a grain of salt. Apply it to your life, and it works. There you go.
1: <laughs> Sorta. Of.
0: <laughs> sort of. And you're going to chat with us about that in a bit. Um, but first, I want to kick it off with a fun round of swipe left, swipe right, which basically, um, if you're not feeling it, you swipe left. If you are feeling it, you swipe right. It's a playoff of Tinder. Um, okay, so the first one that I want to chat with you about is New Year's resolutions. What do you think? Do you swipe left or right to New Year's resolutions?
1: So what was that? Right if what?
0: Right if you like it, left if you oh, don't. okay, that
1: works. Um, ooh, both.
0: okay. I think Why?
1: I I don't do New Year's resolutions because okay. I think every day is an opportunity to just make a smart choice. Okay, and uh, so, but it's uh, but yes because it's always a good opportunity to press the reset button. And once a year, if you make a really big one and you can actually commit to it, then it's a great it's a great kickstart, so to speak.
0: Absolutely. When was the last time you had a New Year's resolution? <sighs>
1: I think when I started my blog a couple of years ago, actually, and my resolution was to start a blog and to post at least once a week and um, and that was great. and so you yeah. stuck to it, and now I, you have an awesome blog. I did thanks. I know it's it's, <laughs> it's so much fun.
0: Do you write? How often do you write?
1: Um I'm working on my book right now, so I write every day.
0: Yeah, that's um, a big commitment.
1: but I probably I probably only post something big okay. um, once every week or two.
0: So talk to me about this blog. What what can people expect? Where do they go to read
1: it? Yeah. Um, it's called mm-hmm. Um And I post a combination of recipes, lifestyle tips, flexible solutions for living well, different exercise and fitness options for people who live busy lives and are looking for strategies for success, basically.
0: Nice. What got yeah. you started?
1: Oh, my gosh. Um <laughs> When I was 11, I started cooking with my mom, when I was almost too young to reach our countertops. And yeah, you know, over the course of the last two decades, I know I don't look that old. But <laughs> two decades of experimenting with every diet in the world, and you know everything from teaching yoga to wellness programs to fitness, and basically trying on everything that was out there and making making appropriate choices that suited my lifestyle. Right. And to the point where I'm excited to. To give people those strategies to apply them to their lives to make it work for them.
0: Okay, so what exactly is a flexible chef? I mean, am I am I doing yoga while I'm cooking an omelet? Am I namasteing while I'm wiping the kitchen floor?
1: That'd be a good Instagram picture. right? Splits, <laughs> yes. on, the, splits on the kitchen <laughs> island. Splits
0: on the kitchen island. <laughs> yeah. Mixing my
1: cookies. Yeah, I mean, I use the I use the word chef less less as as a culinary expert as as much as, a, a, you know, a, an expert at anything. So okay. the idea is that anyone can transform from cook to chef in their lives in any area. Okay. Right? Chef being this masterful, creative, somebody who can take something out of nothing and make smart judgments and, mm-hmm. and create masterpieces. So that's the whole chef idea. And the flexible element is sort of, I like to think of it as a secret ingredient for success where you can sort of bend and and and, and not be so rigid,
0: yeah. right? Yeah. So you're not one to follow the rules when it comes to, to health and wellness?
1: Well, mostly not. Although I think part of being flexible, like if you think of a yoga pose, I don't know. What's a yoga pose at any, you know, a warrior two, uh-huh. or a downward dog, right? Okay. Right. Right. A downward dog would be very long and floppy if you didn't have some structure. Right. right? Some muscle right. to hold yourself into place. So all flexibility has to come from a base of understanding. Right. So rule. Right. So yeah, I mean it's it's very important I think to understand some basic concepts in in health and wellness but then be able to make individual choices for your for your own life, right?
0: Right. Absolutely. So what can some of my listeners do to to kick off some new year healthy living goals? Do you think they should be setting some resolutions hmm. or maybe just like small practical goals? What's your take?
1: Yeah, I think that there are a lot of really Practical, pract practical, That's cool. Practical, <laughs> practical habits um, that you can apply to your everyday. Right, so all the studies of habitual things like if you take on something new for 30 days you're more likely to stick to it if it's a regular thing that you can you can commit to so yeah like little things like saying i'm gonna go work out three times a week if you've never worked out or if you're trying to kick up your workout program say i'm gonna do i'm gonna push myself an extra x whatever it is right? right um i'm gonna try a new method i'm gonna do i'm gonna Try yoga. I'm going to try running or whatever. Try something new and do it consistently. Um, Same thing with food. There was just an article in the New York Times about cutting sugar for 30 days. Mm -hmm. We can can put that link up. It's really interesting.
0: I did that last year or maybe the year before. I did it and I loved it because I have a big issue with sugar and I love sugar, but I really try to cut it out. And when I did, I cut it out for 30 days and I really liked it and I noticed how... um, just my habit started to change. And later on throughout the year, I just craved it less and less. Mm -hmm.
1: And you just get more sensitive, right? To things with sugar in them. Yeah, absolutely. You don't need as much of it.
0: You don't realize how sweet something is until you really cut it out. And you're like, what is that awful? Right. Too sweet cookie in my mouth, not loving it.
1: It doesn't mean never having sugar again. Like, I think that's the big thing. It's like, oh, that feels so extreme. But if you understand that, That, you know, the 30 days with no sugar, just for example, is something temporary to teach you something about your body, then you know, and you can customize it in your own way. You could say, I'm going to only have this kind of sugar or that kind of, you know, it doesn't have to be. Yeah.
0: I feel like a lot of times, especially with the new year, people set goals that are just not attainable. Absolutely. You know, everybody goes and signs up for the gym and, and they power through the first week. And then by the end of the month, they're over it. They realized it wasn't, you know, something they were willing to commit to. And they just have these big goals. And I think, If you make smaller, more practical goals um, that fit kind of the lifestyle that you want to move in the direction of, that for me is a lot uh, easier for me to stick to Mm -hmm. versus like a big... A big change, like I'm, I'm not signing up for Jenny Craig and going to the gym every every day this month.
1: <laughs> but it could also be something wildly huge,
0: okay, that
1: you are just so committed and passionate about, like starting a website or a blog, right. is like kind of a huge thing, right? But, but it, it, if you make a, if you make this big decision and you you create a plan, right, around how I'm going, well, is that realistic and and right. when can I do it? And then that's kind of cool.
0: No, absolutely. So what are your goals for this year? Or what are some, oh my gosh. some small resolutions that you've made?
1: I'm about to make them live, I guess. Yes. I haven't yet. I love this. Um, you know, one of the things is if you state them out loud, like studies show that like if you post your
0: your yes. goal or
1: your resolution on Facebook, other people are going to make you accountable for that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, you said you were going to the gym and losing 10 pounds. What happened? Right.
1: Um I think my biggest thing is, so I have four kids and a loving husband and I, I work. Well, I
0: hope he's loving.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I work a lot. I know a lot of women have this sort of pull between work and family and, and all of their obligations. And I'm, you and I were talking before the show about how we both wake up at 515 in the morning and are, you know, work really hard. And, um, I think that I would like to, be better at being more present with the things that really matter. So I think a lot of us just get so swept into our commitments that we, even I, despite that it's part of my my big declaration, like you shall be present for the things that matter. Even I slip sometimes. right? So I think that's probably my big one. I like that.
0: I think, oh, I haven't even decided. Well, I don't like to make New Year's resolutions. I think I always end up doing it and then I always end up don't. But I think I want to say it out loud and I'm putting this out there and I hope people hold me accountable. I want to be more organized this year.
1: Hmm.
0: I want to stick to my lists. I'm normally just, I have so many things going on at once that I tend to like, I'm the worst procrastinator. Um, And I just i am always switching back and forth and trying to multitask and I know it's such a bad habit, but I think I want to kind of Clear up my mind a little bit more and stick to my list.
1: So you know the quote, "A, a dream without a plan is just a wish." Exactly. Right. So that's the other thing about New Year's resolutions. Most people's are not actually a plan. Right. They're just some idea that they have without right. an, a strategy. So you know, come up with, use Evernote and all the all those different <laughs> yes.
0: things. No, I'm I'm using my. Um, an app on my on my phone now and i've already like put things into my calendar i'm like okay this is what i want to do for the end of the year like i already started mapping things out and i guess it was an unintentional resolution that i kind of just started while i was on break over the past couple weeks it's great it just happens i'll keep you accountable I'll email you in a month. instagram comment on my instagram photos <laughs> say hey are you still doing that you look your, like you need to get your shit together your
1: instagram photos are looking very organized
0: <laughs> i love it um okay so how are your holidays do you i feel like that's the time of year where we kind of fall off track mm-hmm. and that's why we want to get back on track in this new year Yeah. Uh, Did you, how do you stay organized over those? Because I feel like for me, that's kind of where I I lose it. And then I come into every new year and I'm frazzled and I'm like, "Ah, I want to, how do I, what? And I'm just all over the place.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, for me, again, because I've got this like brood that I have to, Manage essentially yeah. and the travels. We were just out in Park City and we live in Hong Kong. So yeah. it's like the trek and then the setup and getting to the house. And so I do all sorts of things in advance. And this doesn't just apply to people for the holidays that have just passed. This is like whenever yeah. you're, you go slightly out of your routine is this like planning ahead so i order for example my groceries online at various different i like i love ordering on iherb for example yeah uh, a bunch of other resources and everything's waiting when we get there um to like smart yeah to even like pre-planning when i'm gonna carve out time for myself whether it's the you know i'm gonna take that class and i'm gonna you know on the first day there i'm gonna pick up the gym pass so that i you know i've you know when you when you prepay for something you're more likely to continue to go to it yeah um just being well organized i guess <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you do you cook a lot during the holidays
1: i do i cooked way too much i even started <laughs> not wanting to cook anymore
0: <laughs> i think that's one reason i love like november and december because we have thanksgiving we have christmas it's like all of the foodie holidays and i love to cook and i always love going online and finding new recipes um what do you normally cook during the holidays? Do you oh, have, wow. like, fun recipes? Do you like to test new recipes out? Do you yeah. have any go-tos that you um, always stick with?
1: So I – this is going to be a cheat confession. Uh-oh. So Uh-oh. Es- Hashtag no filter. Especially over the holidays when we, I have multiple meals to prepare and multiple different rounds of guests coming in. Yeah. I'm always looking for cheat things that kind of come across as being – Amazing, but nobody knows that it, let's say, came from a box, not the kind of processed box that you think of. Right. For example, I just found this brand called Simple Mills. Uh uh-huh. um, And it's like almond flour, coconut sugar, like really clean, amazing ingredients. And I made the kids like these mini donuts from that box. And I added some Ooh, yeah. fresh pumpkin and some cloves and cinnamon or something. And we had these mm. donuts and I glazed them with some maple syrup. Oh my and God, I didn't stop. To- I'm
0: salivating. Donuts are my weakness. Oh my
1: oh, god! I'll have to get you this oh brand. It's amazing. Um, or like, I can't see. even listen to you anymore. <laughs> I just
0: have donuts on my mind. I'm
1: it. You could have donuts in your New Year's resolution too. It's about just making like more healthified choices. Balance the things you love.
0: Okay, so talk to me about this because you have um, seven ways to create your own retreat. Talk to me about that. What is my retreat? How do I do this? What? What? What is this? Yeah, so I mean, am I going in a spa in my bedroom? Like, how is this happening?
1: <laughs> that sounds nice. You have a spa in your bedroom.
0: <laughs> I might after.
1: <laughs> after you could create sentence, one. Yeah, exactly. I'm create one now. Um, look, look. A lot of people. Uh, a lot of people have gone away and just been on vacation and a lot of us have been either hosting entertaining or wildly kind of spun around and almost feel like january comes and we need we we need a break from the vacation you ever mm-hmm. been on one of those vacations where you need a break a vacation yeah. from your vacation yeah because um, a lot of times we're so thrown off of our routine on vacation right. that we kind of lose ourselves in the process. And the whole idea of a DIY retreat, I find, is like any time of the year where you feel like you're thrown slightly off of your center, mm-hmm. right? And your center is a place where... Um, I'm we're... normally
0: thrown off like after the fourth margarita. I'm <laughs> kidding.
1: <laughs> that that would make sense. Yeah, I would, right? <laughs> Um, but, yeah, but your center is that place where you just feel like everything is in place, right? Right. When we, I've heard you talk about this a lot. So we're, you know, we're on the same page about what that center is. It's that yeah. place where you wake up in the morning and you jump out of bed and you're – and you feel healthy and vibrant and alive. Right. And so um, for I came up with this because a lot of people can't just get on a plane. Like, we live in Asia and everyone's jet-setting all the time. But, like, who does that? Like, that's right. not normal. And um and it's really empowering to have a set of things, in this case, seven, um, that you can apply to, you know, even just a weekend. Say, so, you know what, I've got I've to reset my body. I've got to reset my mind. So um, you want me to tell you what they yeah, are? Well, okay, yeah. Okay, cool. Please. So um, the first thing is to unplug. Okay. Um, which, which actually sounds more scary than any of the other ones because, like, what do you mean yeah, I can't be on my myself phone? myself in a
0: dark room right now.
1: Yeah, you don't have to be, if you could have lights on. <laughs> okay. And you know, it doesn't have to be like I will not turn on my phone for thirteen point seven hours or for twenty four hours or whatever. Um, the more that you can commit to and stick to, the better. But I find that that being on our devices all the time just sets our, our brain into chaos. And yeah. we're constantly responding instead of listening.
0: Completely. So I no. have a very unhealthy, codependent relationship with my phone.
1: Yeah, me too. So do I, and so does my fifteen year old. <laughs> When you start to, when you're at dinner and you feel like you need to pull out your phone just like quickly check if anyone's liked your Instagram, like you have a problem.
0: Yeah, I'm like I haven't gotten like 25 likes. It. What's going on? Exactly. (laughs) Um, Too obsessed. Okay, so how do we? What do you think? Like just an hour, or what is what is like a day? I would say like a day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: And And does that mean we don't. don't check
0: our phones at all? Don't check your phone at all. Okay. You
1: know what the cool part is? Nothing will happen.
0: That's what I'm learning. I've I've slowly started to break up with my phone. And, th- and now I'm just kind of starting to tell myself, like, if you don't look at your phone in the next hour, the world's not going to end. Nobody's going to die. Like, it's not, like, and I, I kind of just take it one hour at a time. But, like, it's true. Like, what's really going to happen if you don't look at your phone mm. for an hour?
1: And the other thing is, the more you're on email— the more you respond to emails, the more yeah. emails you send, the more things in your head that you write down and, and send, the more emails you get back. So the less you're on your phone, actually, the more stuff that's going to come at you. So it won't be so bad. Yeah. But choose, okay. yeah, but like choose a day where you're not like, I don't know, you don't have a big deal going on or when you need to be on your phone. wait
0: for my biggest day of the year and then just knock on my phone. <laughs> <Exactly. at
1: that. laughs> don't do that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number two.
1: Yeah. So um, I talk about moving gently um, and, and actually um, I like to be flexible about this point because if you're somebody that doesn't move ever, mm-hmm. maybe you should actually take this weekend to, to move a little more. Mm-hmm. Right? If you sit at a desk all day and you're taking a weekend to yourself, you may actually want to go take a spin class or yeah. a bar class. That's that's what I love to do. Um, but for Type A's, if anyone's listening, um, that actually are like on the go too much, and mm-hmm. if you have a whole lot of scheduled workouts in your week, chill out. Like, don't. So I would say do from a movement standpoint, almost do the opposite of what you normally do.
0: Okay okay. Huh. I'm going to try that. Yeah. I I normally flip on and off though. I either have periods where I move a lot or periods where I don't. Mm -hmm. But I like that balance. Yeah. I like that idea.
1: I mean, slowing down has the benefit of kind of resetting your nervous system. So you're not kind of like, I mean, if you think about when you are sweating and doing cardio, for example, your your whole uh, adrenal system is sort of on alert and right. it's overactive, right? So it it kind of allows those systems to slow down, um, and that's something nice about that. Um, you know, yoga, meditation. If you if that's not in your regular practice, it's kind of cool. Okay,
0: number three, um, nourish.
1: Yeah. So. Um, If you follow any of the stuff I talk about, I don't believe in anything extreme Mm because I've been in my own life, I've been through waves of excesses and deprivation in all areas, whether it be food, you know, activity level, whatever. And I really love to advocate a place in the middle now more than anything. Okay. Um, So the nourish is not about juice cleansing. Um, for two days or for a month or whatever. Yeah. Um. It's really just about listening to your body and yeah. making smart food choices. Um.
0: I, yeah, I think that's one thing. I did a five-day juice cleanse last year. And I, I don't think I would do another hardcore j- juice cleanse just because I just... I don't know. I didn't... I mean, I liked it. It was a nice reset. But for me personally, I feel like... If I'm going to do a juice cleanse, like I'm still going to mix it in with healthy recipes and not necessarily just, just do something that extreme. Mm-hmm. Cause I've definitely had my own. I think I was like 16 or 17 when I did like the master cleanse for seven days. Like I used to Strudel. do really intense, yeah, me too. um, like just different crash diets and cleanses and whatnot. And I think, you know, for some people in some ways it works as long as you find your balance and you definitely listen to your body, but I've definitely had my, My moments over the years. Mm -hmm. So how do we find that balance where we're not necessarily just listening to all of the different things online, but we find we become more in tune with our bodies and find our our groove, what works for us.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think some of it is a little bit of trial and error unfortunately. Like yeah. it isn't like do it exactly like this and then you'll solve that problem. Right, right, right. Right. Um but I think it look, it's also about being educated and no, and and knowing your body. We're so out of touch with our bodies. Like really like the inner parts of our bodies, our our desires and how how a certain food makes us feel after we consume it because Um, We're just like immune to it, I find Mm -hmm. that. I mean, that's the whole sugar thing, like when you eliminate that year. So um, I don't know if that answered it specifically, but I think think people just have to listen and know that you don't have to do the extreme. This is the part. You don't have to go to the extreme to start feeling a lot better. Yeah. Right. If you're used to eating French fries and a burger with a bun for dinner, if you choose the burger without the bun... And some sauteed broccoli and even a sweet potato, you'll still you'll already feel better. Yeah. So it's it's about just making that cleaner choice for you that makes you feel good. Yeah. And and slowly transitioning. Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay. Rehydrate. Lots of water. I love water, but it makes me pee so much.
1: (sighs) Me too. You know, (laughs) some people have have small bladders.
0: I have the smallest
1: bladder. You have no
0: idea. I pee like (laughs) fifteen times a day.
1: You're making me want to pee right now. I (laughs) (laughs) can't. I mean, this is goes without saying. It's just we always forget. But yeah. um, you know, like you ever see like those movies that people people at spas with the robe and the water bottle in their hand. Like, there's a reason why at a spa you have a water bottle in your hand because they know that it's a good thing for you to sip it throughout the day. Yeah. So think of it. Think of that water bottle like a spa. Like, get yourself a great bottle that's easy to, you know, that you don't even have to open and twist and turn. You can actually just squeeze and sip and keep it by your bedside or in your bag and just sip it even sip it when you think you're hungry but you're not you're thirsty yeah and you you just feel so much better especially if you've been anywhere dehydrating or traveling rehydrate for the next like couple weeks amazing drinking too much over the holiday that's true
0: (laughs) okay this next one i have a really tough time with because you say we need to sleep well and you say we should be getting between eight to ten hours of sleep
1: but not all the time. Okay. Not all the time. I fight
0: for seven.
1: (laughs) Seven's good, actually. Okay. Um, Seven is like ideal, actually. But again, everyone's different, right? I'm not a scientist and I can't tell you how much you should sleep. Um, The deal is if you're tired during the day, you probably don't get enough sleep and a bunch of other things. But (laughs) um, yeah, but seven hours. But I, I think if you're doing a weekend and you're... And you're, you're trying to do this self-care thing. If your body wakes you up after seven or eight hours and you feel amazing, don't go by the – it's not about rules. It's really just this invitation and to understand how important sleep is. And because so many of us are sleep-deprived, to, to, to recognize that the sleep component is just as important, not yeah. only over this you know, re- your DIY retreat, but in your life <laughs> as the food and the exercise.
0: Absolutely. And I love the next one. Number
1: Laugh. Six. Laugh. Yeah. Um, I'm having so much fun right now. We've been smiling the whole time. And you know, know that it just makes you happier. It does. And, you know, so so nourishing your spirit, um, making choices to be around people that are supportive rather than people that are intoxicating. Um, you know, I once did, speaking of New Year's resolutions, um, I don't know if any of the people that I don't talk to right now are listening, but I once made a list, like really, of the people in my life or even the things in my life that were making me frown and and, and drawing me out and pulling me down. And it was like, I cannot do that anymore. And you kind of slowly weave out the things that... That make you unhappy and the people that bring you down. And so, you know, for a weekend, like, if you're inviting someone for dinner, like, invite your best friend, not the people that you think you owe an invitation to and you have to sit through. Yes. Cut Um, out the
0: Mariah Carey's of your life. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she was a hot mess in the New Year's. (laughs) Okay. And your last one is Pamper.
1: Yeah. So, um... So I'm a mom and I, I forever would feel guilty if I would go get a massage. Like I'd tell my husband that I was going to the grocery store and like I'd sneak in a foot massage on the way as if you have to like justify <laughs> taking care of your tired, sore feet that work all day. Um So like pamper is not optional and it's not indulgent. Well, it, I mean, it is if that's all you do all day is shop and get massages. But mm. like you're, you know, the, the power of. Taking care of yourself because, of course, we know the way we take care of ourselves is the way we take care of other people, or the way we treat ourselves mm-hmm. is the way we treat other people. So, That's um, and it, in, you know, non indulging, indulgent, um, tampering activities, you know, run yourself a bath, get some Epsom salts. My latest are magnesium flakes that I like to try. Oh, I haven't tried that. Like, help your muscles all ease into Ooh. awesomeness. Um, you know some essential oils and stuff we were just recently out in um in a dry climate, so I took a before I took a bath. I put body oil on before the bath mm. and it like keeps the bath from drying you out and you know all these um you know all these studies about like w- you know putting oil on your body and how nourishing that is both to your skin and your spirit. So, or get someone else to massage it in for you. Ooh, what? <laughs> Tinder, bling, bling, bling. I was more thinking like a massage. As oh, like a, okay. okay. But we, that, yeah. But I mean, hey, yeah, it right. works too.
0: It works. All right. That's unplug, move gently, nourish, rehydrate, sleep well, laugh, and pamper yourself. This is your year to get it together. What are your closing tips? If there, Okay, here. If there was one thing that you can go back and tell yourself at 20 years old, mm-hmm. what advice would you give yourself?
1: <sighs> just slow the heck down. Okay. There's n- There's nowhere that you have to go right away. And like fulfillment and happiness, it takes time and patience and to slow down. I love it.
0: Neely's seven tips and more are at theflexiblechef.com. And where can they follow you on social media?
1: So I'm on Instagram. I have my personal Instagram. It's by b y n e a l y.com. By Neely. I mean, Instagram.com. No. Hello.
0: <laughs> <laughs> at by Neely. There will
1: be a website by Neely.com shortly now. <laughs> um, yeah, by Neely at Instagram. And then I have a um, YouTube channel that links to the website. It's Chef by Neely on YouTube. Awesome.
0: Thank you guys for listening to hashtag no filter with Zach Peter. Thank you, Neely for coming out here and sharing your tips with me. This is a total fun gap fest.
1: Thank you. It was amazing.
0: <laughs> it was fun. Everybody needs to go to the dot right now. Check out her YouTube channel and follow at byneely on Instagram right now. I've already followed her. She's already followed me. So what are you waiting for? <laughs> Follow at just plain Zach. That's me across all social media platforms. And don't forget to subscribe to hashtag nofilter every Wednesday on iTunes. Or if you have an Android, you can listen on Stitcher or always at the networkstudios.com. Um, I need to go and kick off my 2017 stronger than I already have. So I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.